Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. Because the time has come. Yes, the time has come. World of Wonder, the Emmy Award-winning producers of RuPaul's Drag Race, presents the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Or, as we like to call it, She's already the hair hers. I'm John Polly, and I'll be hosting this podcast every week, along with Drag Race queens, show insiders, and other extra special guests. Um, but before I dive into the very, 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 very first episode, I just want to introduce myself a little bit. As I said, my name is John Polly. I'm a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race. I've been on the show since season five, which is basically like a dream job because... When I came out and I started living in a big city, my first big city was Los Angeles, I would go out and see queens all the time and they would just blow my mind. I think Jackie Beat is kind of officially the first queen I ever saw back in the 90s. And her wit, her smart, she would like make up these like twisted, sick sickening songs parody songs and just seeing her on stage like being like angry and raging or just hilarious and funny was was everything i was like wow um and i would go to clubs like drag strip 66 and you just see a bevy of crazy queens um living their best worst lives on stage um then i moved to new york and lived there for many years and i would run around to bars in the east village because i was editing a gay weekly bar rag magazine so my job was to go out and run around with queens and it was <laughs> it was heaven and hellacious. So I would, you know, be, get to see queens like Linda Simpson, who is just a comedic, like, New York legend. Um, the late, great Sweetie, who's an old pal of RuPaul's, who, which, who can just, would just lip sync the house down. God rest her amazing soul. Um, and you'd see queens like Sherry Vine and Joey Arias and Raven O at places like Bardot. Queens like Sugar Pie Coco, Harmonica Sunbeam all over the city. I mean, it was... So much would happen after like midnight on any given night and the creativity would just blow me away. So I was so excited when I was working at Logo soon after they launched and RuPaul's Drag Race came to be. The show arrived. We were all so thrilled. And from the very first season, from the moment of the first episode, when we get to see all those queens in that little small workroom, it was it was magic. So I like I said, I've been working on the show itself since season five and I couldn't ask for like a more fantastic job and get to work with more inspiring people, meaning these drag queens and RuPaul, who, who I just I idolize. I also host RuPaul's Drag Race's Extra Lap Recap on YouTube, and I have been recapping the show since basically it began, or actually since season two. I'm so excited for this podcast because I love the show. We're launching season 11, which is basically every, every time a season launches, it's like Christmas Day for me. Like that first moment when you get to watch the queens walk in their workroom is the most exciting and amazing thing because you're just meeting like a whole new family. So I'm really excited to bring this whole season to you. And I will be joined by queens over many seasons. Uh, we'll be talking to guest judges, judges, show insiders throughout. So fasten your tucks and your seatbelts and your, you know, wiggle because it's going to be a fun ride. And before we begin, a reminder to be ready for every week's recap podcast. Make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race every Thursday at 9 o'clock, 8 central on VH1 or on WOW Presents Plus. So in this first Super Queen supersized episode of the podcast, we're going to recap the big season 11 premiere with all-star four winners, Monet Exchange and Trinity the Tuck. Later, we will dig into our first insider interview with a lovely drag race judge, Carson Cressley, who cuts loose about what we don't see behind the judges panel, his joy of stalking iconic guest judges and basically what's for breakfast on the set. And then we will catch up with the season's first eliminated queen, 
And she's already ready to chop one of her season 11 sisters. So, yay, let's get into season 11. Let's go. Okay, oh my God, we're speeding. We're speeding. Oh God, rolling is speeding. Triggered. Two of our most stunning queens in Drag Race history, All-Stars winners, are with me. Yeah. One is a queen of many identities, Maya Angelou. Oh. Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. Alexis from Jersey Justice. <laughs> no, and, no, 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 no. My, my name was a Buick, but I look like Alexis. Okay. Miss Monet Exchange. Yes. And also with us, another queen who has many identities, Fisher Pice, Stanky the Starfish, Caitlyn Jenner, also known as Trinity the Tuck. You forgot to have a long, awkward pause before you said <laughs> Fisher Price. That's part of my name. Uh, we, we, we don't have enough time for that. I'm surrounded. I am flanked. I'm in a winter sandwich right now. It's kind of psychotic and delicious. I'm still shocked. I got two crowns. I got a congeniality crown and a crown for $100,000 and it all starts for a winner, bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back for season 12. Want to get into the new season as quickly as possible, but I want to mm-hmm. ask you, do you get excited by a new season of Drag Race, even if you're not on it? Yes, I do. Drag Race is one of my favorite TV shows. Like, I'm obsessed with Drag Race. I always have, always will be. Um, and I'm bitch more Drag Race. The more, the, the more, the more, the merry. I'm excited to see what these new queens have to offer and what they're going to bring. Um, and whether they're banji, fun, whatever it is, I'm excited to meet them. I'm a super fan. Yeah. Like, even watching All Stars with us on it, I'm just yeah. like, I'm just, I can't wait to see how, like, it's all put together. And yeah. so it's been, it's fun. It's fun to watch. I like it because I am there when we're shooting. But I don't see you guys' interviews. So I get to watch and then see how it all fits together. I know, like, who wins the challenge and that kind of thing because I'm there. But I don't hear all the interview bites and I don't hear all the workroom conversation either. So that's all new to me. So I get to watch and be like, oh my God! We'll just dive in a second, get to the entrances from the first episode. But I want to ask you, having been through it twice, yes. what's it like the first day on set, especially your first season? Um, I think when you for, when I first walked in for season 10, I was like very like nervous and timid. I was like bowing and saying, please, yes, please, and thank you to everything everyone, everyone said to me. Bitch, on, on All Star 12, I was like, aha, uh-huh, here we are. Monet, today for lunch, we're having um, the chicken. I want salmon. Go to the store, go to the lake, and get us some salmon. <laughs> I, I agree. It's, it's very, very that you, you don't know what to expect when you're like uh-huh. first there. And so you're trying to mind your P's and Q's. But, bitch, let me tell you. Can I say bitch? Yes. Okay. Um, you did. Oh, I, did <laughs> I did. Yes, you may. Um, you, you really do. Like, you're like, girl, I need this. Go get me this, honey. Mm-hmm. And, and do they do it? They do. They do. Especially, well, also, because, yeah, but y'all choose, like, like, PAs and stuff who are, like, from, like, Andalusia, Alabama. They think RuPaul is, like, uh, something on the menu at uh, Panera Bread. They have no idea who we are, what's going on. <laughs> so they, uh, so it's always interesting to, 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 when you say to the PAs, I'm brown cow stunning, they're like, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? So, that's right. not, not too much about Alabama, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I call shade. <laughs> now, how do you decide what you say when you're, when you're going to enter? You know, that first moment, this, you walk in the door. You got to make an impression immediately because everyone's waiting. It's like Christmas. That's planned. Yeah. You had to, pl- girl. You had to plan it, especially like going back for All Stars. It's a moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is important to have something fun and memorable um, for people to know you by. Yeah, yeah. But that's like, why I come in as a dead body. <laughs> but, but how do you know, like that? But they, being told, okay, you're gonna walk. You're gonna turn the corner. You're gonna stop. At, at, you know, and like just. 
how do you manage that in your brain? I would explode. I know it is a lot to think of, and I and I do think we are getting to a point where the parents' lives are becoming a bit much. Everyone wants to get a tempest du jour moment and deliver a baby of life on international television. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's like okay, like walk to this point, walk to the X, say your thing, and then pull for five seconds. You know, because there's cameras involved. You got to mm-hmm. walk in and hit a hit a mark, and if mm-hmm. you miss it, you go too far. Right. Well, girl, I'm I'm from pageants. I know how to hit all those marks Thanks. on the stage. Hey. <laughs> truly, truly. But, like, you came in with a broom and a reveal your first, like, 30 seconds, first five seconds on screen. I know. It was so stupid. And people won't ever let me live that, live that down that I'm just a queen of cleaning supplies, broom sponges. <laughs> but, like, that's a lot of stunt to put on yourself in your very first moment on the show ever. It was. And, I see, and bitch, I was sweating. When, when, when I go sit down and the camera zooms, zooms in on me, bitch, sweat. I look like Latrice Royale on a cool <laughs> summer night. Okay, girl, just a bucket of sweat. So, <laughs> speaking of speaking of entrances, we are just going to dive right into episode season eleven premiere, Ooh. and the first queen we see is who else? Oh, Vanessa Vangie. I'm back by popular demand. She Miss looks good. Vangie. Yeah. What do you think? She comes in in this red moment. She's got glitter on. I think she looks really good. She looks expensive. Okay, so I love her look. Her hair, her makeup, the dress, the the tights, all that looks amazing. But girl, you cannot tell me that she did not smear that dirty looking glitter on her chest to cover up that uh, yeah. rat she has tattooed across her chest. <laughs> That's exactly what she did that for. Is yeah. that a regretful choice, do you think? Choices? I think so. But also, if she puts on enough like foundation, you can cover that up. Yeah, yeah. you can cover that up. Yeah. I mean, you can't cover up the, your life choices, but you could, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes in, she gets to like prance around, she's going to grab a tweet her head. She I wants know. a check. Well, she, things, she, Vanessa is, I say this all the time on my show, she's the Tasmanian devil of drag, okay? She Like, that is Vanessa. And she can just bounce all over the room, and then, then she goes to hide in the corner. Like, it is just, she is doing the most on the first five seconds of the show. She extra. I love it. I, I, love I think it. it's fun. Yeah. yeah, her hiding in the corner, that was like a fun idea. And then even when we were watching it, we we're like, how long is this going to last? Because she, how can she hold anything in? So, she, you know, she, she she's she going to watch and, com- you know, have little like side comments to herself about who's coming in. But we're like, what's this going to be? Who knows? Because you cannot predict anything she's going to do ever. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Love her. And she, so she goes in the corner and hides and then in walks Miss Nina West. Nina West. Now, listen, I have known about Nina West for years now. Um, uh, and she's a fierce queen. She's amazing. I've known her for years. So um, we both have have won uh, the national title of Entertainer of the Year, um, and she competed years ago. She won before me, and she was just amazing. Like yeah. stunts after stunts after stunts. I wouldn't say that she's the most beautiful beauty queen out there, but she has her personality and like what she does on stage. She's just amazing. I like that she walks in and she says, "It looks like things just got." A legendary. Yucky, that was too much. A reach. <laughs> She's reaching, Your Honor. I was like, all right, with this pun, girl. Well, you know how much she must have said that seven thousand times I know. in like the dressing room down the hall before they released her to come in this room. Well, this you know, well when, and they have you in those holding rooms where you like thinking about every life choice. You like, what have I done in my life to get me to this goddamn eight by ten room? Sitting, waiting to walk into the workroom. It right, is a lot because you all arrive and no one's allowed to see each other because you're right. not supposed to know. You don't know who's on the show, who's mm-hmm. on the season with you. Yeah. So you're kept in like a dressing room. Like there's like. 15 queens sequestered in like boxes and vans <laughs> in like so you know basement like hallways or something because that moment when you walk in and then turn to see who's in the room that's that's a big deal I loved her 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 entrance saying the thing about Nina is 
if you ever seen her shows, her type of drag, she's a little cheesy. Her, her costuming is very cheesy. She's kind of ca- she's campy, so it goes along with that. It is it is too much. Like let's just be honest, but yeah. it goes along. With, I think the more that they'll get to know her as an yeah. entertainer, it's it's very true to her. Yeah, and I think I think she represents like, in a wonderful way. She's like Miss like drag queen of America, like your go to brunch queen. You're like yeah. reliable. She's a big charity fundraiser. In her I time. love yeah. it. Anyway, she, she does a lot for the community. Yes, yep, for sure. she mm-hmm. is followed by Sugar Kane. Is our next lady in the room? New York City sugarcane. Are you familiar with sugarcane, Monet? Yes, I did know sugarcane in New York City. Um, we never worked together or anything because, as you know, as my as in New York City, it's like when like the newer queens come up. It's like it's usually because like an older queen is like fading away or has gone to draggers or disappearing. So we never really cross and worked a lot. But I do know her. Mm-hmm. I think she looks great. I think that's a cute entrance look. I like the bodysuit. It's like almost like this mermaid. Sequin. We know you like can, the bodysuit. I love <laughs> her. Like Nineteen different colors, bitch. Because it works. Um, but yeah. and she says she's only been doing drag a year, girl. At this time. What? You know this this bitch has been doing makeup in her bathroom. She ain't doing shows. She's been doing makeup in her her bathroom for her boyfriend at nighttime. I think she means professionally. Like she's been doing out professionally, out, getting like, paid, out, right? Getting paid for it. But I think she's been she, she's been drag longer than that. <laughs> she is followed. She is followed in the room by Plastic Tiara. Oh, that bitch is so pretty. She is very pretty. Yeah, she looks like a she looks like a like like a, like a like a fairy tale princess. And, um, do, and do either of you speak Vietnamese? Um, see, <laughs> I mean, I, I eat Vietnamese food. I think. I mean, I think it was Vietnamese food. But well, she walks in and she says that she is the three P's: polished, persistent, and pussy. I agree. If you had three P's, what would they be? Paid, paid, and paid, bitch. So I think she looks great. I yeah. think I, I I do have a problem with the nude in the bodysuit. I, I think it looks like, and, and please don't hate me, plastic. I think everything she's worn ever on Instagram is amazing. But I think the nude kind of looks like a bodysuit you get at Walmart, and then oh. you had, like, rhinestoned it and then put, like, a bustle on it. But... Even with that said, this bitch slays everybody as far as the the gorge category. She is so freaking pretty. Yeah, no, that's clearly a big takeaway from this moment and seeing her for the first time on the show. You're like, wow. And that's clearly human hair. Yes, and she is followed by Mercedes Iman Diamond. Mercedes, I just met her yeah. um, the other day at one of my gigs. She's a very sweet girl. Very yes. sweet, very yeah. sweet. And she does that, like, sort of, um, forgive me, chant, that kind of, like, when she walks in, she's like, I don't know. I, very, like, I, I feel like I'm already cultural appropriation. <laughs> what is she holding in her hand? It looks like some like some pageant stone. Let me tell you something. It's, it looks like some weird pageant jewelry. She's holding like a. It looked like her necklace broke, and she just okay, girl. I'm just gonna hold it, walking in. That's what she was saying when she was like that. That. Those, that <laughs> Thank you. She was saying, someone please take this out of my hand. I don't know what this is. It's like she was walking her dog. Her dog. And she's like, I don't know what to do with this. So what that take it off of my hand? Well, her dog poops like big old jewels. Uh, I wish I had a dog. I want that kind of dog, girl. She's she's fancy. She looks looks, looks great. I like the hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the hair is cool. She's beautiful. And then comes Miss Scarlet Envy, which is moving right along here in New York City. Scarlet Envy. Oh. Girls. Oh. 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 What does that mean? Okay. Oh. Here's the thing. I like the idea of the birth of Venus thing, but because I think she's saying that on the course that they have penises instead of just vaginas. Is that is that what she's saying? Well, she says I'm. Um, she what does she say? She says I'm Venus with a penis. I think she means I'm Venus. I'm, since I'm serving you the birth of Venus. Oh god! And it. she just happens to have a penis. Okay. Mm-mm. In I case like, you were concerned, or I whatever. like the look. I just the hair looks crazy to me, and also her. Fi- I don't know what she. Did. I almost feel like she had like a little bit of a beard. <laughs> 
She did. Girl, we've not seen this much five o'clock shadow since Willem. I know. Yeah, it's like she didn't use that. I mean, I, I'm I'm not a white girl. I don't have to use that thing. But don't y'all use like red to like? I mean, I don't. I, girl, I don't use that either. I got real light color yeah, facial hair. Well, girls, white girls with dark hair normally you put like a red to mute the color. Does that. Farrah does that, and she did not do that today. It just not look. Well, she walks in and she says, "The world wants me, and the feeling is mutual." I this is the thing. I, I have chatted with her a little bit on um Instagram. Um she's super duper sweet. She's at, at least at least that, and yeah. I, and from her pictures on her Instagram, she looks gorgeous. This is not my favorite. Uh-huh. All around like the yeah. makeup, the hair, the outfit. It's not my favorite. Um hopefully I will like her future stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, the outfit was giving me very almost like um Raja when she was oh you yes know what I mean? the Marie Antoinette the Marie Antoinette. Yeah, so I think she yes. should have took it a step further with the hair and yeah and I I I cracked up because I like in her interview look she just has that like I just rolled out of oh bed oh my god her hair. boy interview look she looks crazy <laughs> and also nail gloves we're done. Yeah. We're done with the nail gloves. Nail, are, are we making a statement about nail gloves? I don't like them done. They look so tacky. They look so cheap. And they oh just my don't goodness. look good. I don't mind the gloves per se. I just don't. The nails on the end are weird to me. Like they move around and like they never stay on your nails. And like I don't like it, they're just weird. weird. I don't mind sheer gloves with rhinestones. Just mm-hmm. not not nails, nails, girl. You heard it here. You heard it here. Okay, moving right along. Honey Davenport. Honey Davenport. Monet, do you, do you, Monet, do you know this woman? I do know Honey Davenport. Um, Honey Davenport is technically my drag mother. Ooh. When I first met Honey, it was like I was at a club in New York and I saw her perform. This was like 2012 when I first started. And I was like, be my drag mother. She's like, okay. That's kind of like the only drag mother <laughs> ever been Bob. Has ever been Wait, I saw, you know, like I saw Dumplin'. Uh-huh. And those queens take little dumpling and they turn her in. You know, they turn her out. Honey Davenport did not ever do she that. She did not. She just like, yeah, yes, you're my drag daughter. And that was literally the one, <laughs> the one drag daughter you know, She's an absentee parent. Yes, she she left me for she, she let, put she, you up for adoption. for adoption girl. And Bob picked me up on the steps of the fire department and then took me to his apartment. And <laughs> she's so, dressed for Club Hive. She is the Hive. I mean, she's honey. So she's hun- yeah, I like, yeah. I like the outfit. I don't like the hair. I think what her it is is, is that gorge. is that the little collar thing is probably <laughs> fucking up the hair. Yeah. So it should have been something up to to, to, to call it as an irritator. You're right. Honey poses the question like, oh, do you think there's going to be any twists this year? And people are like, mm, maybe. Do you think somebody's coming back? And then they're all like, I think we know. Suddenly, they're all chanting Vanjie, and she bursts out of the corner. <laughs> of course, you can. Vanjie, listen, I'm surprised she lasted that long. Right? She was, what, that seven queen she said in that corner? Um, and Vanjie busts out looking... <laughs> Just like, she is so silly. Um, just Vanjie just walks like an ignorant person, though she she, <laughs> she just walk all ignorant. But I live for it. I love her. You know, immediately the temperature of the room gets kind of like you know zhuzhed up a little bit because mm-hmm. like how can it not be? Yeah, yeah. fine, it's fine. But no, I was shocked that she lasted as long as she did. Just being able because she cannot keep her mouth shut ever. Right. So she's there. Then in, in walks Akira C. Davenport. Akira. She. Yeah, I, I I think she looks amazing. I think. She looks amazing. I, I think the hair should have been bigger, but I love the outfit. She does give me a very like Kennedy Davenport, Kennedy, for sure. Very like Texas calm pageant. and dry, and very like mm-hmm, yes, ma'am, please, thank you. And almost like Asia when Asia walked in, Asia gave me that same mm-hmm. demeanor when she walked in as well. Very like put together pageant girl, yeah, put together in pageant, mm-hmm. and just like Texas, very like, Texas. Chic. I love it. I love it. I mean, I love a good. You know, not everything has to be campy and cuckoo all yeah. the time. She looks very well. Put together and 
I love it. I think she looks great. Yeah, you know? and like beautiful smile. Yeah, like, and I think mm-hmm. I think like I like that she's very com- she looks very confident coming in, and that's very important coming into Drag Race for the first time. Yes, yeah. and then we get a little car comes running into the room. Oh. I, oh my god, Evie oh. oddly. Oh my god, what what? Um, Vanjie says, Vanjie says something about her. What does she say? Oh god, the circus is in town, Mary. <laughs> the circus is in town. I didn't think that's so because Vanjie just says the most random shit anytime. Oh girl, this, yes, this is a lot to me, but I'm kind of here uh, for it. It's different. Uh, yeah, I mean, clearly her name is Evie Oddly. She's coming from like, and as she said, the season took an odd turn. That's her. That's her. Her vibe. Um, I give her props for something yeah. creative. Um, I think that she seems very, very confident. And from her Meet the Queens, she's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, was not a fan oh, of this. I, I, I don't, I don't know. What she's giving me in her vibe is giving me a very, like a Sharon Needle, someone who's going to come in and do some really weird and kooky things. And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is weird. But in like a year, so I'm going to be like, oh my God, she lo- she was so transformative in Drag Race. Even though I'm not a fan of it, it did, I am excited to see what she brings. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can tell, oh, this is like, this also changes the temperature of like the, thing, the room a little bit. And you know, this is someone who's not going to bring the stairs of thing that everyone else is doing. Everything yeah. she does is going to be so different. And that's, to me, that's what makes Drag Race exciting is that someone like this is going to be weird and you and you you know you don't know what to expect every week. It's yeah, and she's different. confident. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and, and she's here to out. shock and suck. Well, who suck? That's what she's. Sorry, it's bleeped in the show. It's like I'm here to shock and suck. <laughs> Aren't we, aren't we all? Word. Yeah. Okay, Evie, Evie's laugh is my favorite thing in the world. Oh, yes, <gasps> yes. Oh, I love her. Okay, so Evie laughs. We get a, can you do her laugh? <laughs> <laughs> and so Evie, Evie is followed by Miss Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Silky. Bitch. Come on, big girl showing body, honey. I live. I live. I, I love live. That. I live. I live. I live everything about it. it. Munch, munch, munch. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And she pulls a cookie out. Girl. I love it. And Legendary. Then throwing, and then throwing the cookies to the other girls. Like, eat my eat my. Table scraps, bitch. Girl, I, love, I love it. I love it. She's also, you can tell, like, boom, here comes a presence. Right. She's a lot. I love this hair. Is she, like, blended into her own hair, bitch? I thought it was all hers. I'm like, this looks so good. Yeah. And I love that she's showing her body. And again, you can tell she's a, she has a lot of personality, which we need in Drag Race. We can't have no boring bitches. Or you can tell she's somebody who wants to c- c- um, kind of control the room or command the room because uh-huh. she, her, she has her, like, here's what we do in my club. Attitude check. And they all have to yell, F you, bitch. Uh-huh. So, the only thing that I'm, as much as I love her, the only thing I'm worried about is I hope she doesn't try too hard, because um, that will give me a little yeah, well, she uh, says flashbacks she's with uh, Eureka a little. So oh, you, 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 we'll you've see. both been on Eureka seasons. We'll see. Uh-huh. Eureka's a lot. And... Um, yeah. And we're good now, but girl. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be a lot. She's definitely like, she, especially in season 10, especially she had been there before, so she was trying to like stare at the conversation a lot. It's like, mm-hmm. girl, I, I want to have a moment. Okay, and speaking of moments, we get a Canadian moment when Brooklyn Heights enters the room. Brooklyn Heights. Come on. Um, Brooklyn Heights. This is very uh, Britney Spears. Circus. 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 It's, it's a, and it was oh, also like a Mountie. She's like a Royal Canadian yeah, Mountie. Canadian Mountie. Oh, yeah. She's like Dudley Do Right. Dudley Do Right. She looks beautiful. But she looks beautiful. She says she's a dancer. She's a trained ballet oh, dancer. Sh- is she a dancer? Yeah, bitch? she's she a great. I, I mean, I followed her on Instagram for years. She's fierce. Also, the government of Canada. 
tweeted about her. I know. Isn't like, that crazy? Isn't, that is crazy. The government of New York didn't tweet about me when I got on the show. <laughs> Brooklyn, we, they point out that she was Miss Continental. Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, that Akira girl, she's mad, honey. She's bitter. She's like, mm, yeah. this bitch who got well, Akira won Miss Black Universe, which is just right. as, uh, to me, is yeah. a, a, even more sickening pageant. So we've got a Miss Black Universe, a Miss, former Miss Continental. We've got an Entertainment of the Year. Uh-huh. Um, what Money is, has won a lot of pageants in New York, too. Yeah, so what does that mean for the competition? Does that change the temperature of things as well? I keep saying that, change the temperature. Change the temperature. Yeah. I don't um, know why. I don't know. I mean, I think that pageant queens statistically have done well on Drag Race. Yeah. But um, I don't think that means anything, especially when Drag drag Race is moving in such a new direction. We have people like fucking Evie Ali on the season. Like, who knows what she's going to bring? You know what I mean? Right. I don't think it definitely, I don't think it changes the temperature. It definitely makes the soup a little more spicy. I think that it's, um, it does show that these girls are polished and that they have accomplished something in their, mm-hmm. their, their, their former lives outside of Drag yeah, Race. Yeah. So we'll see how this season goes, honey. And then Akira is followed by Ariel Versace. Ariel Versace, she's a huge Instagram girl. Everyone knows who Ariel yeah. Versace is. I don't like this uh, white uh, uh, snow queen uh-huh. Victorian moment. Why got me white? Because that's what the bitch got on. <laughs> Yes. Um, but yeah, Ariel is gorgeous and she's definitely giving me <laughs> cookie vibes from the Girl, top I, I think, live. I don't know her like that well. Yeah. Um, she's always been sweet to me, but let me tell you, she comes across very, very She's opinionated. Forward. You can tell in this first episode, she's got a lot to say about people. I mean, she's not from, afraid. She's from Jersey. <laughs> oh, it's the same place as Michelle. So. Exactly. Right. She's a, she has a lot of opinions, which Good I like. Luck. They do not hold back. She looks beautiful. Yeah, she looks gorgeous. Yes, and then she's followed by Raja O'Hara, which she, uh, which she says Raja Davenport O'Hara. But, yeah. but she's just going by Raja O'Hara. But well, she, I love this thing she's wearing. It's so cute to me, this paper thing. Yes. I love that. I like her her face. She she has like a very it's just a very model esque face yeah, yeah. yeah I she's just, a model. I love it I yeah, think she's gorgeous she's pretty huge but, eyes but like, goddamn earrings falling off every five minutes yeah, girl now that, I girl, cannot mm-hmm. bitch hot hot glue into your yeah, face how if you, do you have to how, how do you keep your earrings on I use crazy glue. Girl, I try not to wear pa- big old chunky pageant jewelry anymore. Yeah. I have tons wall to wall of it, and you it just doesn't travel well. So. Yeah. Um, and then she is followed by Kahana Montrese. Okay, she is such a hot boy. Oh, I bitch. want. I want. A- I want the D. And she's wearing kind of what? what she's what is she wearing? I don't know a what mess. that is. She's got like a sparkly bra, and then kind of a neck piece with feathers, yeah. and then there's like. A, and she's on this queen. She's like, I want to show my body. It's it's like queens who are very muscular. Showing yes. your body it does not always make you look very feminine. Right. You know what I mean? Not unless you're going for an Angela Bassett, which we all love Angela Bassett's arms. <laughs> uh, but she's giving me Angela Bassett hound. I think um, she's pretty in the face. Oh, very. She's a hot boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's one of those um, entertainers that that seems to look like she's kind of newer to drag. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm excited to see her grow on the season. Cause right. Because they, they always do. Yeah. You see a queen from episode one, and then by episode eight, she's like, whoa. Like, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's you learn so much from the other girls. And that yeah. always is a big story. Like I remember. Fifi O'Hara was told like you've grown more than in this competition than you know from her arc in the show Jinx Monsoon yeah. was a huge maturity you know moment throughout her season so you never know you never we'll know. see and then we also she's Coco Montrese's daughter drag right. daughter but we have a bunch of you know Vanjie is and like we know Alexis Mateo's daughter um Plastique's drag mother oh, yeah. is oh my god I didn't realize all yeah. these parallels yeah Honey Davenport <laughs> is 
Monet's absentee parent. Um, Akira is of the Texas Davenports, right? Raja has got a Davenport connection. She's also Raja O'Hara. It's like, that's like... A I'm confused. Oh, a Davenport yeah. O'Hara. Yeah, confused. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, Kahana. So it's, we have a lot of like legacy queens, I guess. Mm-hmm. That, is that a factor that we could be thinking no, of? Girl, no, I have some, I have some uh, drag kids that I'm like, well, girl... I wish you would step it up a little bit. <laughs> Don't call me my mom in the public. <laughs> right. Uh, just because you have like um, a, um, a, a, a drag family member who's been on Drag Race, I don't think that necessarily makes you go, you're going to be as fierce as them. Or mm-hmm. you know, I, it, I don't think it really matters. Everyone, queens are just you're just yourself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you yeah. are responsible inevitably for yourself, for your own serious right. self in your career. Absolutely. Oh, he's so beautiful though. He's bitch. so cute. Ugh. What is his boy name? Do we know? You know, in season one, they used to walk in the workroom and say like, "Um, my name is." Jorge Flores, aka Nina Flowers. Ow. Yeah, I remember. And it would be like, you know, my name's Ryan, but I don't, I don't, wasn't born with a Gina, so I call myself on Gina. So early, early steps. Early early steps. steps. Why are we even so, talking about this? I want to know if he's got like uh, uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans slash dot whatever Kahana. <laughs> and then Kahana is followed by Soju. Who so is, Soju. Is I think this is fun. I think this is fun. I love that I like she came it. in there with like some She numb comes chucks. in with numb Chuck's flipping, flying. But she, not them saying that she was Elvis. I was like, that's shady. I, I, don't, I, don't, think get, I don't think it looks like Elvis at all. I think what, what, if she didn't wear the pants, if it was just like a high-low skirt, maybe that mm-hmm. would have been cooler. Yeah, I agree. But um, I think it's fun. She comes in with the little yes. nunchucks. Did you ever something do different. like taekwondo? Oh, I sure did. I, I did too. I as did, a kid, girl, it reminds me of that. 100%. I like it. So she is there, and right away we start to see Ariel kind of points out like, I don't know. She says she's, you know, I've only seen her host Ariel, on. Ariel, there she goes. Can she perform? <laughs> girl, already starting. I yeah. love it. Did you all know any of these queens? How many of these queens did you know or have worked with? I knew all the New York queens. I yeah. knew Soju from Shot of, from Shot of, Shot of Soju. Yeah. I'm Ariel Versace. Right. And I think that's... I'm Brooklyn Heights, of course. Brooklyn Heights. I'm, yeah. Brooklyn Heights. I, I know her. Um, and again, because she is like a... She's like insta-famous. Everyone yeah. who involved in drag knows of Brooklyn Heights. Right, right. I know Soju. I've known Miss Vanjie. Well, I've Nina known Nina. Yeah. I know God. Plastique. I've met Mercedes. She's a sweartheart. Okay. Who would say of, of this batch, who, who would you like your, your like one or two favorite entrances? Mm, Silky. Mm-hmm. And and Soju because it was different, you know what I mean. And he can't, and he's obviously done something that's very special to him, and something that is signature him. And I liked it; I think it was cool. Yes, nunchucks. I, I think my favorites are um, Silky and Vanjie, just because they were both very memorable. Okay, so now all the queens have arrived in the room, which means we are going to take a very quick break with a word from our sponsor. And when we get back, we're going to dive into the first mini challenge and play a game called But Who Is She Though? BRB. Hey, kitty girls. Ever wonder where you can get the most sickening drag shows and programming all year long? Check out WOW Presents Plus. More pop than popcorn, and it's cheaper than your coffee every morning. Subscribe for the monthly price of just $3.99 or $39.99 a year. You can get exclusive uncensored first access to such hit shows as um, Fashion Photo Review and don't forget my own delightful, most of the time, Extra Lap Recap. Head to wow-presents.com to sign up. Like now. (laughs) Okay, we are back. I am still with Monet Exchange and Trinity the Tuck recapping the season 11 premiere. All the queens have now entered the workroom for the first time, and it is time to play. But who is she, though? 
So I'm going to read to you an entrance line from a queen, something she said during her big entrance into the workroom and her episode, and you need to identify the queen. Okay, and the first one may be kind of tough, but that's why they call it a challenge, Tammy. One of the first things she said as she walked in describing herself, people call me the Barbra Streisand of drag. Manila. Another line of hers from the episode, I've probably got $25,000 in costuming and rhinestones with me. I've got headpieces and headdresses and 16 pairs of shoes, 22 outfits, things with Versace buckles on them. Uh, uh, hold on. Um, she was the first queen to ever use the word sickening Gia? on the show. No. She walked into the workroom and she said, one of the things she said was, this is sickening. She was the first queen to ever show her ass on Drag Race. You got to go way back. This is her entrance description. My name is Brian. I'm 29 years old and I've had a show at a nightclub in Las Vegas for about six years now. Chanel. She's the, thank you. Got it. Yeah, (laughs) Chanel. The first queen to ever enter the workroom. The very first queen ever on Drag Race. And she walked with her like a thong ass cheeks. Did she? Yes, she sure did. That's a long lost season, girl. They don't even have that anywhere to be seen. I know. That is like marvelous history. Okay, I I have some other ones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? Laganja. Thank you. Okay. I'm not going to say it in the house she said it. I'm going to say it first. Oh, honey, that's how I roll. Oh, Trixie Mattel. Fine. Thank you. Oh, uh, honey, that's how I roll. Awesome. I'm just going to read this as, <laughs> as written. Okay. It's time for dinner. Miss Cracker. Cracker. <laughs> thank you. Crack attack. Happy Hunger Games, bitches. Oh, um, 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 I know it, it is literally on the tip of my tongue. Oh, um, Chana- uh, no, uh, 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 her partner, um, Chad Michaels. Thank you. All yeah. Stars 1. Yeah. This one walks in. Am I the first one? Great. A drag queen who's early? That never effing happens. This is an All-Stars 3. Nope. No, no, no. Let me, let, me, let me say it like this. Ah, am I the first one? Great. A drag queen who's early? Bianca. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I, needed, I needed that raspy voice. Yes. No need to adjust your TV sets. This acid trip is all real. Acid Betty. Okay. Oh, I call it acid petty. <laughs> <laughs> I came to chop suey the competition. Oh, it's kimchi. Thank you. But I, I, I came to chop suey the competition. Suey. <laughs> suey. Okay. Laissez le bon temps rouler. Oh, uh, Chichi Devane. Thank you. Oh. We're almost done here, I swear. Who's ready for some hot tuna casserole? Because mama's home. Hot tuna no. casserole. And then she spreads her legs and something falls out. Tempest is yours. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. Tuna, first of all, tuna, no one's eating tuna casserole. We're just going to get that straight. Stop trying to make tuna casserole happen. <laughs> okay. And then finally, Mother Monster has arrived. Lady Gaga. Yes. Girl, it's your season. You remember? Uh, girl, I, I have a very short-term memory, girl. <laughs> uh, thank you for playing. This has been But Who Is She, Though? And speaking of all those entrances, that brings us back to the season 11 premiere and another entrance into the workroom. RuPaul walks in. Ru. Yeah. Queens all scream. In a very muted, dimly colored suit. Right, not. Um, and mentions that 126 queens have come through this door. <gasps> That's crazy. I didn't realize it was so many. Before these. This right. makes it 140 because, you know, Vanjie's like already oh, been there. Okay, but still, 140. Minutes. That yeah. is a lot. Yeah. So, and he says you, you belong to a sisterhood of badass bitches. Does it feel like, uh, when does it start to feel like a sisterhood? I feel like it, it feels more like a sorority than yeah. a sisterhood because, you know, you're friends with some girls and you're, you're you're not with others, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a sorority because this is something special that, like, not everybody can say they're part of. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people would want to be a part of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's 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 a cool it's a cool thing to be part of. I'm happy I'm part of it. And is this like Hell Week? 
Is this the first episode? Oh, the first oh, episode. It is, is hell, girl. Pledge season or like, you know, you well, know, look hazing. At these, if you look at these girls, yeah. every single one of them looks sweaty. They've, mm-hmm. what, what's, what's really happened yeah. is they've been sitting backstage in a corner in a room somewhere mm-hmm. waiting to make that entrance. Yeah. And you know that the first that the first thing is a sewing thing. So in your mind, you're like, you're already thinking ahead. You're like, oh, it's a sewing challenge. I hope I get them. Like, you're like already going there in your brain. And what's it like when you when RuPaul is standing in front of you finally? Because this is the first Iconic. time you're really, you're really in a, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. You smell him. He always smells good. RuPaul smells like a mixture of like a really expensive Chanel uh, for a perfume and cocoa butter. Ooh. You know what? What, what really it is, is is it 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 doesn't fully hit you till RuPaul walks in, and then mm. you're like, okay, this is really happening. Like yeah. I'm really here. I can't believe it. Right. So Evie Oddly is like the same height as RuPaul. How tall is Evie Oddly? Do you know? She's rather tall. Yeah, she's like she's like tall in the room, and she's a cute boy too. <laughs> Shut. Oddly tall. Okay, RuPaul announces there's going to be a photo shoot mini challenge. I'm which not, no, I, I love want, it. I'm not saying I want one for hours. One for hours. Yeah. I wish we had a photo shoot. I think. Yeah. It, I think I it's, this those. is a great throwback to what one the thing that I yeah that I loved about Drag Race is that mm-hmm. they always had the, the first episode shoot. as the photo shoot. So I'm glad that they brought it back. Put a girl on a cannon, blow some wind at her. I know fellow. that goes like, like remember Juju being that lash. Like that is iconic. Drowning them in water. Yeah, the water one was so good. In that Jeans amazing times. outfit, and yeah, then she just drenched. She won that mini challenge. Oh my god! And the challenge is—it's a, a photo shoot. They are walk into a room, this glorious room that's full of like crazy color. It, girl, it looks like somebody's great, 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 great aunt yeah, has should've... collected shit over the years. Yeah, I, I live. Know. I, I think it was too much going on. You want these girls to pop in a photo shoot when the walls and the pictures? It's like but so I think much that's going part of the on. challenge, though. It's like you have I your guess. personality, and you have to direct, and you have to make. In, in a room full of a bunch of bulls stand right. out. Insider tea. This is the, this is one of the segments we'll call Sitting on a Secret. Sitting on a secret. It was inspired by Diana Vreeland. Who was that? The legendary uh, oh. editor of Vogue magazine yeah. from like the 50s, 60s, 70s. Oh. And she lived in an apartment that looked like this. It was like this ornate like print wallpaper, a thousand tchotchkes, um, just stuff everywhere. And she was she was kind of like a drag queen. She wore like swipes of mm-hmm. rouge on her face. She was this old, not attractive lady. But wow, paint, John Polly. Sorry. <laughs> no, she was kind of like a, you know, a harshly featured woman, but she was glorious, and she ran Vogue magazine, and she just wore you know heavy makeup, and she just ruled the fashion world Work. and ruled like culture, and so this was an homage to that. I to love her. it. So this Scarlet walks in. She's the first one that's oh we're gonna photo shoot, you know, just you know do what you want. Oh, but something's missing. I'm your auntie Raja. Oh my god. And then in walks Raja. Raja. She looks stunning, I love girl. Raja. Raja looks stunning. So the challenge here for all of these girls um, is to. The, the new girl, Scarlett, for example, has to run the situation. She's directing. Yeah. And so she's got to make Raja do whatever she wants. She's got to decide how they're going to pose and everything. So that's, you know, they're not being thrown in water. They're not being, like, blasted with toxic waste on a turntable. But they've got to, like, run the There's show. Pressure. So that, this is a more realistic, yeah. like, yeah. this is a more realistic challenge of something that could help you in the future. Right. Like, you're going to be working with these bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Raja walks in and, you know, so, so Scarlett puts her through some paces. And then next up is Sugar Kane, who is joined by Jasmine Masters, who has been hiding behind a sofa. Jasmine looks gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Are you also in touch with Jasmine from All Stars? Are we still in touch with her? Yeah. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) How come? 
I mean, like, uh, again, she, like, she, she blocked me on social media. <laughs> yeah, she blocked me on social media too. Did I, she? I have, she blocked I have, you? I have no idea why I was blocked. Girl, I make sure you put, you leave this in. Wow. She blocked me. So I have no idea why. So no, I'm not yeah, in touch with Jess. I mean, again, I, well, what this, did you do to her? This is why again, we're, this is more like a sorority. Like just because you work, just because yeah. we all work at Rite Aid, that doesn't make us sisters. Make us coworkers. Okay. We're sororities. We're not sisters. It's like the family reunion. You know, there's gonna be like cousin, you know, Ethel, who's a little. Or cousin it. I mean, she looks gorgeous. I, you know, good luck to her in the future. I mean, you sent her home with that peanut butter moment. No, no, she sent herself home. Okay. Let's be clear. Okay. <laughs> Next up is Honey Davenport, who is joined by her auntie Manila. All right, Manila is my. Uh, yeah, she's this like is her. awkward. This was really awkward. Yeah, wow. was awkward. Um, I just feel like th- they were just standing like there was they weren't interacting with each other. They were standing like beside each other at a yeah. distance. That looks awkward to me. Ginger Woods sit down. I yes. love this. Yes, we're followed by Raja O'Hara uh, is joined by Ginger Minge, the, who's just sitting down having a, having a damn beverage. Earrings. Those damn earrings. <laughs> but I love how Raja's she's like, earrings yes, keep, please. Yes, she uses it. She uses her like you know earring. Messes for yeah, like, you know, I think it's comedy. It's like caught. It's like caught on gingers. <laughs> Next, we have Miss Vanessa Vangie Mateo, who is joined by Pheromone. Pheromone, love oh. her. What I love about this is that Vangie just says, "Fair, turn around, face the wall." I love it. V- Vanessa's stock answer huh. is hoeing around. Yes. Vanessa. Vanessa, what you doing? Oh, I'm just at home being a hoe. Yeah, I mean, I hope maybe. <laughs> and then she walks out saying, "Why did I do the prostitution route?" Mm-hmm. She's iconic. I love it. Oh, I love Vanessa. Look and then her. she is followed by um, Brooklyn Heights, who is joined by Angina. Angina I love that Angina's posing with the hat. And yes. her picking her up, that's that brilliant. That I love that. Yeah. Brooklyn's like, what, she's like 6'5"? Brooklyn's a big man. Yes. She's, she's yes. a dupe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she's a big bottom. Can you, when she says she's a her. top in that, <laughs> you, you need like a ladder, girl. Well, she reminds me of like, in the sense of like, you know, I always, I think of Milk and Milk's boyfriend, who I don't know, but it was this tall ballet dancer Jump. person. It's James Whiteside. Is mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. like, yeah, these the tall male dancer oh, people no, like, they, wow. Yeah. Dana's always the most insane bodies. I used to work in New York. I used to edit Next Magazine years ago. Oh, work. And so we did cover all the Broadway shows. And I remember yeah. going to, you know, and Broadway dancers have the most stunning bodies. They do. They were like, they, I used to be one. Clearly. You did? Clearly. No. <laughs> no. Next up is Plastique, Plastique. And she's joined by the gorgeous Sonique. Oh, okay, so... Let me just say this. Plastic looks gorgeous, but bitch, Sonique is just yeah. just gorgeous to me. I I think oh god. She just gets more and more gorgeous every moment of like every day. Yeah, she's, she's going amazing. to the same doctor I am. Hello, look at me. <laughs> Then, oh, this is weird, dude. So Excuse you, me, sorry. So you and pork chop are are, are paired up, which as Drew said, sounds like a delicious uh, meal. Then you know they do their best. Then we have Ariel Versace and Eureka. I would just die right there. If you were Ariel, Ariel, I am the number one fan of Eureka, and I always will be because she's from Johnson City, Tennessee, and I'm from like right over the border in Virginia. Oh, really? So I grew up like an hour for her. She went to my high school at one point for a oh, while. Word. I mean, like I was out, and I was you know I was twenty years. I'm twenty years older than her, I'm sure. But like I know where she came from. I actually, I actually do like and I, Eureka. And, and she's wonderful. I, just, I think she's a great. I think she's a great queen. I she's do like, like her. you know. She I, just so needs I, to calm so down. I will never. I always have love, 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 love for my Eureka. She's a good God's person. Speak. 
Raven. Yes, you know. no, and they have a fun picture. And she, and, 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 cute. and she's a presence. And then we have Nina West and Raven. Her trying to feed her this. What yeah, did she it, say? She said something funny. Yes. Rue was like, are you feeding her all this? She's like, yeah, even though she doesn't look like she needs any. Yeah, hilarious. Yes. I love, so one good. of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, Raven. and Raven's game for it. I, I like Anybody who makes Raven crack up is like, you know, you're, yeah. you're doing good. You're doing oh, good. I love Raven. Great picture. Yeah, they do great. And then we have Mercedes Amon Diamond and nope. Delta. Seems a little awkward. Oh, very awkward. Uh-huh. I mean, Delta's like literally taking over the photo shoot. Right. Somebody has to. And I think Mercedes is just timid. She's like still, she, she's just like, I just got here. I'm figuring things out. Yeah. So and you, yeah, can't, you can't be yeah, in you can this situation. Yeah, you can see that energy. And then we have Kahana Montrese joined by Derek Barry. I love it. Yeah. I think it's cute. Uh, and Derek's, Derek's um, always a trooper. Mm-hmm. I love Derek. Then we were followed by a curiosity Davenport who's joined by Kimora Black in her photo. I love Kimora's look. Kimora's look is so good. So good. Um, I think this is boring. The, her look? Or no, no, the whole, the, the shoot. No, Kimora looks amazing. But, and, right. and, you know. Yeah, they're just like toasting drinks. They're holding yeah. drinks. It's yeah, but yeah, they're just making the best of it. Yeah, it's boring. Um, and then we have Silky Nut Meganosh, who is joined by the glorious Mariah Balenciaga. I'm always like a, a forever fan of Mariah. Uh-huh. Me too. The hair is so cool. Yes, and I just love how Mariah just like sits and presides, uh-huh. which is probably the only technique to. To battle the like the you know Silky's insane marvelous energy, but she's like I'm just gonna sit here and be a diva and be a diva, and it kind of yeah. works. I love it. I think it's funny. And she you know Silky's being a good sister. She's refilling pouring her, her drinks. She's pouring her drinks. Uh-huh. She's kind of giving you like deference to Mariah, which I think a little bit. What I love about this is, yeah. is Silky is a huge personality. Yes, and mm-hmm. she's holding back mm-hmm. so she can get the job done and she knows what she's doing. I, yeah. I love it. Somehow they, they have great chemistry, which I think it leads into why they win this mini challenge. Yeah, congratulations. Looks freaking incredible. Oh, and then we have one more. We have Evie Oddly and Adore Delano. Oh, I love perfect this. Match. I mean, perfect beard. It yes. is great. It's one of, the, one of my favorites. Yeah. It, I want yeah. to have, I want them to record like I want them to re-record Barbara Streisand, Donna Summer, Enough is Enough, enough is together. Enough. Yeah, <laughs> they're great like together. Some punk rock yeah, version. I love this. And and Evie yeah. is. You can already tell she's a great actress. Like I, I love her facial expressions. Yeah, yeah, she's theatrical. Like I there's love something it. about her presence that's really mm-hmm. theatrical. I love um, it. And she's mad at the lack of olives, and I I, I support that. Yeah, <laughs> she's and she has a humongous mouth, girl. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You, you could probably fit like three <laughs> in there, bitch. Oh my lord. You would know, Monet. (laughs) Oh! So RuPaul then, after the challenge, RuPaul is going to announce the winner, and RuPaul says, one of you has a legendary star power that outshined all the others. That's a big statement to make. And, like... First challenge. No, I mean that's a, that's a big, huge statement. Yeah, Anything that Rue gives a compliment for yeah. is is a is a huge. It does. Oh, it feels. Ah. It, it sounds good. It feels even better. You won the mini challenge in your I season, did. Monet. The first one. Yes, and your challenge. You didn't really have a mini challenge in Trinity in season nine because it was the Gaga pageant, right? And you all were just thrown right in. Yes, so Gaga won that challenge. Exactly. <laughs> Gaga was was there for the day and like wanted to do everything. I loved it. Like, it was it was an amazing experience. Yeah, it was. Like it was like master class with Gaga all day long. She literally came in and and really right like mentored us. Which well, let's get which gets us to the next point in the show. Which of course the queens come back and they de drag. RuPaul comes out and tells them, "I'm sorry, we lost all your luggage." Love yes. it. That really happens. I'll, yeah. And then right, Glamazonian Airways, damn you. And then trunks are brought in. Yes. Trunks. 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 Oh, okay, good. No, Luggage. no trumps. Oh hell no. <laughs> hey, no. Trunks are brought in. Oh, we found some like you know unclaimed luggage. And Silky, as the winner of the mini challenge, gets to assign these trunks 
that yes. the girls have to pull their looks from. Uh-huh. So, I love this. I think this, this is, is so cool. Yeah. And the trunks contain elements of past queens. So mm-hmm. there's a BB, is a Harabinet trunk, there's a Bianca Del Rio trunk, a Viola Chachki trunk, and so forth and so on. So Silky is the winner, like gets to assign each trunk to each girl and however she chooses. Yep. And she Plastic seems Plastic really wanted Violet girl. She didn't she get it. She did. She did. She did. Um, and I, I don't think Silky was being shady to her at all. She just was not registering that that request, I guess. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she was intentionally being shady. I really don't think that doesn't seem like Silky's game. Yeah, she seemed for the most part to try to match people up as as fair as and as best as possible. You yeah. know, I think yeah. she did a good job. I mean, girl, yeah. at the end of the day, there's just you gotta you. It's a challenge. You gotta make the best of what's like, ever in there. Given, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll find out what Monet and Trinity would have been hiding in their trunks, and we're gonna dig into our very special guest star who infiltrates the workroom. A scandalo. We'll be right back. wishing to bring all of your drag race fantasies into the real world well you can join every queen from season 11 and many many more queens from all seasons of rupaul's drag race for three days of art pop culture and drag at the la convention center on may 24th 25th and 26th and also at the jacob javits convention center in new york city on september 6th 7th and 8th to get your life rupaul's drag con you can meet all the queens you love you can meet new friends you can go to panels there are shows it is the most fun you can have without committing a felony possibly get tickets and learn more at rupaulsdragcon.com But before we find out who gets what, Monet and Trinity, what would have been in your trunks? What would be your signature materials? Okay, I'm, can I just say, I'm yes. mad that there was not a, a Monet trunk. Thank you. Why was there not a Monet trunk with sponges in it? Like, iconic. How could they not do that? No, I don't, I don't know. There just was, you know, there was just not enough sponges in the world to, to fill a box. <laughs> what would be in the Trinity box? Um, I think uh, duct tape. And, you know, I've actually had a gown made out of duct tape before, and it was kind of fierce. So, yeah. And, uh, like, the, the only tucking panties. Or many, many tucking panties, maybe. I mean, girl, what are you supposed to make with that? I don't know. A headband? <laughs> <laughs> a, a bracelet. Hot men. There'd be lots of hot men in my box. As per usual. (laughs) And back to these queens. So Silky chooses peppermint for herself. Mm -hmm. Because she says it's the biggest trunk. (laughs) I mean, it physically was. It looked like the biggest one. I mean, I guess I think that's that's what she means. And maybe she just wants some damn candy. Right. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I support that. I love that too. I love that. And then... Like you said, Plastic Tiara was like begging to get the violet box. She did not, because then we just go down the line across the room. Mm-hmm. Scarlet Envy is first in line. She gets Violet Chachki's box. Akira gets Bibi Zahara Benet. Yes. Evie Oddly gets Alaska. Seems and I right. do think that Silky is kind of like pairing them she up is. with what she yeah. knows of their sensibility, mm-hmm. at least as, as many as she can, um, which leads to Soju getting kimchi. Kimchi, I mean... <laughs> You're yeah. like, okay, not a, not a leap there, <laughs> I guess, or a pretty simple, you yeah. know, simplistic choice, but hey. Ariel Versace gets Laganja, Brooklyn Heights gets Detox, tall, angular features, I guess. Mm-hmm. Kahana Montrese gets Katya, because, okay. Raja O'Hara gets Kennedy Davenport. Mercedes Mon Diamond gets Bianca Del Rio's box. Mm-hmm. They just got to go somewhere. Yeah. Somebody's got to get boxes. Yeah. Nina West gets Storgy Thor. Sugar Cane gets Sharon Needles. Plastique Tiara gets Sasha Velour, which seems like possibly the next best thing if you're like, if you want flounce. I don't know. 
No, no. not a match. Not but, a match. But I mean, girl, you got to make the best of whatever's in there. Right. Mm-hmm. The challenge. Honey Davenport is given Ben Delacreme, and Vanjie is given Valentina's box. I mean, which they they use like the same design in real life, so yeah. it's like. <laughs> Perfect. And then Rue explains that, like, yes, these are, the materials in these trunks were inspired by these queens, mm-hmm. but the style needs to be 100% you. Right. So make it your signature vibe, your signature style, but use just whatever's in the box to, to do that. Yeah. And you said before you like design challenges. Yes. I love them. I love them, too. Why? I love them. Because I uh, won mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily win mine, but I feel like the um, design challenges give you gives you more room for creativity, and it's not reliant on the 10 designers that you could have called to get costumes made. Like, we all have the same resources and the same mm-hmm. tools. So it, it really forces creativity and to make yourself stand out, i.e. make a motherfucking <laughs> sponge dress. Right. Meaning, but also you say, you say you all use a lot of the same designers. Well, like, yeah, lots of the girls use similar designers yeah. like in, 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 in the realm who design and make stuff for drag queens. Sure. You know, like, like Diego Montoya yeah. and all those people. So they're like starting, they dig into their boxes, they're pulling materials out. And then people were responding to Silky in the room. Too much. Eureka vibes. It was very. It's like Eureka on bath salts, girl. It's just <laughs> like I was like, she has got to calm down. I I, I know how hard and hectic filming is, and mm-hmm. that would have annoyed me, and it would have stressed me out. It would have pissed me off. I and know. You can tell other girls are just trying to focus and like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, Ariel, this is the design challenge, yeah. and this other noise in the room. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, it Especially is. on day it's too one, much. Mm-hmm. we're not even like a, 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 a couple episodes. We're on, this is day one. We all just started, and it's all like we said before. It's already so stressful. Mm-hmm. So that. Added extra is too much. So you'd be giving shady sound bites as well. Absolutely. Well, this is the thing. Look, look. They all played with Silky at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then when she does it again, that none of them respond because girl, it's down for business. We're here for business. We got to get shit done, and you're yeah. trying to play, right? No, ma'am. Right. Yeah. Which much. leads us to our guest judge uh, appearance in the workroom. I know. That Miley was really Cyrus, cute. undercover judge. She's Bj. 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 <laughs> A.K.A. Hannah Montana, A.K.A. Miley Cyrus. So she's done up in boy drag, like a little beard, a little mustache, mm-hmm. a little kitty cat wig, glasses, a hat, and she was very game. She was ve- all, yeah. all. Would you have hit all it? in? Um, Is that your type, John Pauling? No, no, no. I don't do crew. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, I do. I don't, I don't do stuff at work like that. No. There was this one crew member on on season ten and season yes. and season and All Stars four. He was so hot, tall, lanky, skinny. I'm like obsessed <gasps> oh, with him. Oh, he's Ruth's camera guy, right? No, no, that's Jake. Oh, Jake, Jake, the other one. Let me no, tell Jake's like you. The, the DP. Oh, well, he, he can DP, DP me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just handed you that one. But yeah, yeah. No, there, there can be some really. There can be some cute fellows. Yes. So it's like so freaking Hannah Montana's here, and then Silky yes. like a. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so Hannah's in the room. Would you have picked up on her being there? Yeah. Or are I don't you know just if I would so, have. Yeah, I don't know, because you're so focused on what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know if I would have, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I, try, you know, I checked out all the boys. So I would have definitely clocked that she had, you know, the, the beard was halfway glued on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if I would have clocked that. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I would have. Because Miley has very specific... Face shape and eyes. Your right. eyes are very telling. You yeah, can tell it's yeah. She needed like sunglasses or and something. And then silky like. But I wonder. And, and, and would you pick up that like? So Duncan is suddenly speaking. You know, Duncan's her AD, who's mm-hmm. in the room with you guys most of the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and guiding things and helping move the day along and all the you know the shots and the progress and the challenges and everything. So yeah, he's so then he's saying you know speaking to this audio person like oh come check out this you know. And that's believable. Yeah. It's very believable. Yeah. Something like that happens all the time. So silky. Girl. Turns around, sees Miley, and then boom. 
She literally so, she so at this point, monk like cake, and she like it was like between she like pressing Riley against the makeup station in the mirror, and she's like, "You are trapped. You cannot go anywhere. I'm in your face. What's popping?" And she makes Miley jump on her back, right? And like, thankfully, Miley was game. Miley I know what was Miley was a game. Yeah, because there was sometimes cause harassment, <laughs> losses, sued. I want to ask: When Gaga walked in the room, how long did it take? I mean, that was a different presentation. I mean, she was like. Dressed like a queen, basically, as like a draggy gaga. I mean, I guess some of those girls were just dumb, girl. Like, cause, uh, <laughs> like as soon as she walked through the door, like, I was like, okay, maybe it's a gaga impersonator. And, but as soon as she started walking forward, I'm like, no, girl, that's, that's gaga. I'm just not one of those, even though I'm a super fan of gaga, yeah. I'm not one of those to like crazy freak out. Like, mm-hmm. I, cause I don't want to assault yeah. anyone. Um, and, but, I kind of knew. I mean, I kind of figured, like, yeah. I'm like, girl, it's too, it's too, like, she looks too much like Gaga. Yeah. And was there any moment where you thought, oh, pheromones on stage with us? Oh, with Christina? Yeah. I honestly did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm very gullible. I believe anything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Miley, you know, after she gets off Silky's back, um, she gives him some advice to breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how to like deal with a high pressure situation. Yeah, I tried um, that. I was like, breathe through one nose and then breathe out the other one. That's a that's a cool. A trick. lot of girls do that. Oh, <laughs> work. Um, and then she, I love she drops like a Dolly Parton is my godmother, and she always says, you know, she's she's so famous because she just she's herself. Mm-hmm. Which, if as long as, as soon as she says Dolly Parton, I'm just melting because yeah. I'm the biggest Dolly fan. Dolly. In the world. Honey Davenport is your, your, you know, she's your drag mother. Yeah, that's wonderful. Dolly Parton is basically Miley's drag mother. Right. We should all be so lucky. I like that. We're talking for a second about Miley being on the show because it's fun because she's such a super fan of the show. Um, she came to the season seven finale. She was in the audience. Right. And she like rushed the stage afterwards for photos of everybody. She did that thing on the VMAs with all the queens performing mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. Did you all see that? Uh, yes. Alyssa was in there. And were you mad? You're like, damn it. I mean, well, it was, I was before you were on the show. But, right. Um, yeah. So they have they have an excuse. They didn't know who I was yet. Vivacious was up in there. She sure was. Mm-hmm. The damn Warnation. Because I, I, I do think it makes a difference when judges on the show are. It certainly helps when the judges are big fans oh, of the absolutely. show. absolutely. Like um, Cobain. Francis Bean Cobain. She could tell she was a complete fan. Like she was yeah. like, reciting lines from the show and she yeah. was like she would, you can tell she was a fan and I love that when what the judges yeah. are that. I remember when we had um, Kristen Johnson on season 5 the first thing she shows up on set she's like is Jujube here? Work. Is Jujube here? So it's like they, people they know you all. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah duh we're fierce. And famous world <laughs> uh-huh. famous. Okay it's time for a segment please brace yourself for This Day in Drag Race History So February 28th 2011 Mm-hmm. Who said these lines? I thought it was Couture. I thought it was Couture. Oh, Henny. Thank you. Stacey uh, Lane Matthews. Yes. Work. This was the episode, February 28, 2011. Stacey Lane Matthews was sent home from her for episode. Yes, for the Red Velvet, Red Velvet Couture. couture. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, so that was the face, face, face of cakes challenge. One of the only few times Drag Race has ever incorporated food into a challenge. The guest judges were Billy B. Billy B. Billy oh my god, yes. But he was standing in for Santino, because Santino was mm-hmm. off making another show at that time mm-hmm. from some of the episodes. Um, Michelle was there. Eliza Dushku was there. Love her. And Sarah Rue. And Raja won the cakes competition. Oh so Rue says to Raja, even though you flashed your knickers, the judges couldn't stop gushing over your chocolate lava couture. Congratulations, you're the winner of this challenge. But, did, but didn't they read her for it? Well, they pointed out that her poofy white panties were visible, but they also just ate her cake up. I don't remember none of these cakes. <laughs> well, that's why we are saluting this day in Drag Race history, so you can remember. 
Speaking of cakes and Drag Race history, I do want to give out a few birthday shout outs to Queens because this weekend, Friday, March 1st, is the birthday for season 11's own Akira C. Davenport and season 10's Yua Hamasaki. Hey, girls! Um, Saturday, March 2nd, is Mimi I'm First's birthday. Y'all send her a card. And a belated birthday to season 11's Scarlet Envy, which was February 26th, and season 4's The Princess. Girl, there's like 174 queens. We gotta mention them all. And season 4's The Princess, whose birthday was February 27th. So, hey, Scarlet. Hey, Princess. Happy belated. I feel like Mary Hart on Entertainment Tonight when she would, like, say... Today's birthday goes out to Shadow. And this has been This Day in Drag Race History. Okay, 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 okay. Back to the, this premiere. After Miley's visit, basically, we head to the runway. The girls are all getting ready. We see shots of Kamora Black and Derek Barry and Adore working back behind the scenes. Cute. Girl. Utilize them. Green <laughs> time. Yes. <laughs> RuPaul comes out on the runway. Looking gorgeous. Looking gorgeous. This it's almost fabric. like an Elizabeth, Elizabethan or some kind of period. I love this. It's glue, glue, glue. She looks <laughs> she's glorious. gorgeous. She, she looks She does. She looks huge. very tall. I love, I, I love the fabric, the mm-hmm. hair. Rue looks incredible. Mm-hmm. It's different. It, it is very kind of more kind of or, like not ornate, but it feels it does almost feel kind of like historically costumey or mm-hmm. it, now to me it looks way. very mommy dearest like. Yeah, no John Crawford. More wire hangers. Yeah, I think it really looks great. It's pretty. It's pretty stunning. And then our queens come out. We greet, greet our lovely judges, Michelle. Looks lovely. Mm-hmm. Looking fantastic. Carson, looks, so Carson cute. looks like me. <laughs> in about <laughs> twenty years. Ross, marvelous. Miley's in her like record dress. I love just, that. It's so cool. It's really so cute. cute. It also just looks gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I like her back to like her pretty phase where yes. she's not like trying to like shave her head and. I know, and just like, and she goes home to like Liam Hemsworth. Like, hello. Can I? Can we go to? So it, here we come with some runway moments. Plastique, Amazing. looking gorgeous. Right, Looks Sasha Velour look. She's got an ode to the roses. That she fell out to me. One. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was for me. It it's was, beautiful. It's, it's one of flowy. The best songs. It's and, and she just works it like a gorgeous twenty-one-year-old young stunner. Then Brooklyn Heights comes out, and it's very to me. To me, this is a perfect marriage of her and Detox. I'm getting hundred percent Detox. Right. We we see neon from uh, Detox, uh, detox a lot of the show. I, I get actually kind of Monet, uh, your promo vibes no. a little bit. Like a that vinyl, your vinyl bodysuit mm-hmm. with like the electric colors. And clearly a commanding only, presence. I, I, I like it. I, don't get me wrong. I do like. I do really like it. The only thing I don't like about it is I yeah. feel like it looks like a piece of fabric that she glued on her shoulder and then the glued, moment and then glued on her hip. But she made the rest of this thing right. It's a very yeah, interesting. No, 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 she looks great. Yes. Honey Davenport is coming out in like her bend de la creme, you know, materials mm-hmm. moment. It's a cocktail dress. She's got a big flower on her head. I like that kind of. That seems kind of yeah. bend de la creme to she me. Yeah, pretty. I love that. Her hair looks great. Next we have Ariel Versace in a Laganja Estranja inspired materials moment, which seems very poison ivy. At the it weed is store, very poison ivy. Poison ivy. Yeah, and I guess she's kind of a costumey queen anyway. She came in looking like kind of a fairy tale princess, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't love it. I mean, if you if you want to really break it down, uh-huh. it, it is just a, a swimsuit. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
Evie oddly wearing Alaska surround wrap. I don't wrap know the little stuff. droopy things at the front. I don't it's like a, none of it. I don't like none of it. I think no? it looks like a hot glued mess. I'm not in love with this. I think if she, she should have made something really dope with just the cellophane. Yeah. She got cellophane like, around that's her. That's a like great a, idea. Yeah, like how like Alaska made that cellophane Entire game. gown. gown. Yeah. 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 Something like that. And, but in an Evie oddly silhouette, I think yeah. that's really dope. But I think this tells us who she is. And like does. The, the shiny, Weird. bald, sparkling head. She's made like this kind of cape and hood. I, I, I like her. I'll so say I like, she looks consistent from yeah. her entrance yeah. to this look. <laughs> yes, totally. It seems very hard. There, the judges are laughing. At their puns. At their own puns. <laughs> Marvelous. Um, Akira has like hair. She looks food. like Storm Bitch and I am living, bitch. That is some humongous horse hair. Right, like and it's a hair. BB, her, BB Zahara Behay. 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 BB Zahara Behay. I like this. I wish the hair was all, like, we should have blended the hair better because that last little piece at the bottom looking like it is just hanging I, I, off. I, I do get that, but I do, I love it. I think it looks, I, I think it she looks great. She like a warrior African queen. She yes. Looks, and that ass, bitch. Scarlet Envy wears her Violet Tchotchke inspired look. I think look. she looks cute. I, yeah, think she's she's I cool. like this better than her entrance look, actually. I think she looks great. And like, if she makes this, I mean, like, they all made these things. So that, I mean, yeah. it looks yeah. like a well-made garment, yeah. too. Yeah. Looks like a nice and then she looks good. And it fits her energy. I think she does does well with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, good. it's very kind of like saloony flapper girl. girl. What is this? Girl. Kimchi and uh, the kimchi materials on soju is what we're seeing. This looks similar to kind of what kimchi 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 wore this silhouette similar I think in the mother, the book challenge the book challenge right it was inspired by her mm-hmm. mother it's a hand, a hand and I'm going to pronounce it wrong a handbok is mm-hmm. do y'all remember um, the challenge years ago where they everybody had to make an outfit out of curtains Yes. yes. This yes. looks like she's played the the leading star in a horror movie, and she's like running through the house, <laughs> and she's trying to hide through the curtains, bitch, and just everything just fell on her. Oh well, yeah, okay, it's not. okay. It's she, awful. Just, she just ran through the curtains department at Bed Bath and a Beyond. Horror movie. Oh, no. Okay. Right there. Well, I know. I mean, she was she was trying with something traditional, Korean, an homage, right. and honoring kimchi, which seems clear. I don't get any of that. She, she went yeah. to the the dollar yard fabric at the the fabric uh, store and just ran through it, bitch. Right. Yeah. And she's. You Know, selling it with selling it as best you can. Next up, we have Raja O'Hara and her Kennedy Davenport. I think it's cute. I really like it. I really like the 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 outfit. I mean, it, it's giving me kind of like gay Wonder Woman. Well, she's got rainbow, which is you know an homage to Kennedy's twice worn big old rainbow oh, colored like that. finale I dresses. You know, right, yeah, I right, think it looks right. like gay Wonder Woman. And she's and she and she's I love got, the hair. Yeah, it's, she's it's she's a and, cool vibe. She looks great. So I feel like it's very like Kennedy elements made into fit this. This person, mm-hmm. she looks like a, again. She looks like a supermodel. Her yeah. body, she's so thin. Yeah, she's a beautiful she has face. a really great body. She knows how to wear her hair that looks good on her, which yeah. is like up and off of her face. She yeah, moves she wonderfully. So she, I think she does yeah, it really. A, she looks there. Sometimes queens walk the runway, and it's like, oh my god, there you are. Like she, yes. wa- she models on the yeah. runway. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then we have Mercedes Amon Diamond and materials from Bianca Del Rio's box. She looks beautiful in the face. If, um, I would say if I was in a Bianca box, I would have made a gown, a boat neck gown. And would that have been your style? Yeah, I mean, I wear a plethora of things, I'm probably. True, true. And then we have Sugar Cane wearing a sure needles and, you know, materials in the sure needle the box. Uh, it's fine. It's almost like a, a young girl party dress. To me, of, it's very just safe. But I do yeah. like her personality on the runway. So, yeah. you know, at least yeah. she has that. And she, yeah. uh, she has a little Ouija board moment in her hair. She does? On the side. Oh, Yeah, nice. it's like the piece up on the on the top. Oh, okay. it's like I see the, it. I see it. Got it. So maybe know, she's like a uh, a girl going to prom, going to a seance. 
She's, yeah. going to, she's like Sabrina. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, I love Sabrina. it. Right. And then we have Vanessa Vanjie Mateo in Valentina-inspired garments. Mm-mm. I was not in love Mm-mm. with this. How the judges yeah, were. Both of you. See, I nope. liked it. She sells it well. Um, I think it's just a swimsuit with a piece of fabric wrapped around the, the ass. Her yeah. body looks great. Her body she, you do great. see the shape. Right. Um, she looks beautiful. I feel like she looks like kind of like Valentina's niece. Long lost niece. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah, I wasn't really feeling this for Vanessa. Like a like, little play cousin. I don't think it, I don't think it was like a bottom look. I just thought it was just safe. Yeah, yeah. And then Silky comes out, and the materials from the peppermint box. I like this. I love it. I like this I love a lot. It. I think it looks great. She looks like she going to church. I love this this sequin drapery cape because I mean yeah. I have seen women like this on Easter. Yeah, I have seen many women like this at church. She looks great. I yeah. love stick going into the purse and getting the peppermint yeah. out. Yeah, that's I, great. Th- I thought this was a top look to me. Yeah. The only thing that drove me crazy about this is like the buttons around the middle uh, around the around the breast. Uh-huh. Like they're uneven. There's like oh, one over here that's not. And, and, and my <laughs> eye goes to that. But, but then, you know, girl, she she got very large breasts so yes. maybe it's just stretching the buttons a little also yeah. I love how like she she had to like put extra fabric on the front uh, because <laughs> it wasn't enough there wasn't enough yeah which I think is cute I, I think I like that I like the look yeah and she obviously knows how to work the runway and sell yeah. you know sell her smile sell the look and move and then comes Nina West Ooh, out girl. in Thorgy Thor inspired no, ensemble ma'am. nope no, it's no. like I love I love Nina, but this, this is not it. Terrible. Yeah, it's I don't like, understand why the pom poms on it. The little like applique things with the pom poms on. I'm like, why? I, I, I believe what, one of the judges said she. Yeah, at some point says she looks like she has like you know sores or wounds or something. <laughs> what I don't understand is, girl. Okay, I get. You know, you aren't a designer. She said that herself. But uh, there, what is the excuse for that hair? Like yeah. that hair. I was thinking hair. Madame Medusa from the Rescuers, that Disney movie. Oh. She's like this, like redheaded, like evil villainous person. But anyway, I, it is a fun way. Aja, um, Princess uh, Disaster. Yeah, Princess Disaster. 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 And as we learn later during critique, she's feeling good. like she's feeling it. Yeah. This moment, she's like because she's you know nine seasons. She's tried to be here. Mm-hmm. And then comes Kahana Montrese and her Katya inspired materials. I mean. Mm. I don't love it, but I it, uh, the, the only thing about this that really, really, really throws me off is yeah. the stones. They like stop before they get up to the hip, and yeah. then they stop when they get to the ankle. That is just weird to me. I mean, it, yeah, it's like a, a bikini top that's black and bedazzled, sort of. It's like then like there's like a, a, a part of its own one sleeve. It's just kind of like a. It looks like a dance co- to me. A it's, dance it's, costume, it's, yeah. it, to me, it's just it's just fine. It looks like a, a drag queen dance costume, right? Okay, so before we get to the critiques and the big finish, it's time for a segment we call Sissy Bad Talk. Okay, first up, a term we've discussed already a little bit. Trinity, can you explain to me what a drag mother is? A drag mother is uh, someone who helps you get started in drag and, and shows you the ropes. Maybe depends on what they want to do. Uh, show you how to make costumes, how to hip pad, how to do your makeup, how to fix your hair. Does she get paid for this? No, uh, no, and uh, you know sometimes they just don't help you with anything. Apparently, to Monet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey, that report. It's not that she didn't want to help me. It's just Bob just swooped in and he just taught me everything. And you can't stop like a moving. Train called Bob oh, the Drag Queen. Hello, y'all. Y'all know, and Bob, you cannot stop Bob from doing anything he wants to do. Now, does the drag mother get child support, or does she like? <laughs> 
you know, what are the perks? Oh, I know, girl, I'm from pageants before I got on the show. They were backup dancers, girl. That's why I popped out so many. I'm like, oh, you could have the last name. You had to dance for, for <laughs> lip sync for your life I love in, it. in I love the back. It. And do you ever like inherit things from your drag mother? Mm. Or cursed with things? I don't know. Some horrible used I'm, costumes. I think I'm cursed with Bob's terrible humor. And I was going to say terrible makeup. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm prettier than You're so bitch. much prettier than oh, Bob. This is all so informative. Um, and there's time for one more sissy that talk term. Conflama. Can you explain to me, Monet, what is conflama? Conflama is... Um, I don't even know. <laughs> Girl, that sounds like something that came out of uh, Soju's cyst. Oh, my God. Conflama. And trust, we will get to that cyst soon. Conflama was in the Farmer Rusical. I know. And I didn't know what it was when it was there either, girl. <laughs> well, Andy Conflama! Co- Andy oh, Cohen Conflama. popped up on the screen and explained Conflama. Conflama. It's conflict plus drama. Conflama. It's like conflict plus... You're good at this. Oh, I know. It's taken orally, however. <laughs> Is there an Thank you. Okay, thank you for indulging in that segment we call Sissy That Talk. Okay, so the runway, Kana was the last one on the runway, and then Rue says, hey, girls, and greets them for the first time. So the queens declared safe are Ariel Versace, Evie Oddly, Raja O'Hara, Silky Nutmeg Ganache, Sugar Cane, Scarlet Envy, and Honey Davenport. I don't think Silky deserved to be safe. She should have been top. I feel like, who was the top again? Um, well, we'll soon find out. And the ones who are left are... Oh, wait. Who are, who are safe? Safe are Ariel Versace, Evie, Raja O'Hara, Silky, Sugarcane, Scarlet Envy, and Honey Davenport. I think that by this look, the looks of this garment, yeah. Evie should have been in the bottom, and uh, Silky should have been in the top. Okay. Mm-hmm. I liked, like I said, I liked Evie, but I maybe I'm just responding because like, I like how kooky she is. I and mean, I, 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 I thought she made a garment that said her, that expressed look, this her. this is the thing. But, I, you can be kooky, which I yeah, love, yeah. but you still have to deliver in the challenge. Yeah. You know, yeah. just because you're yeah. kooky doesn't, it's not an excuse yeah. to have a hot glued mess. Yeah. Hadn't saved anybody else before. Hey. And so then we move to critiques. Plastiques get, uh, she gets props from Ross and Miley. Just how gorgeous and how nicely made her outfit is. Michelle says Brooklyn did a mic drop. Me. Meh. I think she looks good. I don't know. I don't know about a mic drop. But I think she looks really good. I think she does look good. But, but Michelle is acting like she like cured cancer with this look. Like, <laughs> it was. It was good. I like um, plastics. Yeah, at first I really like plastics. Even though if we really break it down, if plastics is, is wearing a leotard and she uh, rouged the fabric but around the her and the skirt, looks oh, no, really, it looks, it it looks really expensive. Look, yeah, it, it looks. Really good. It looks. Really this is not rouge balls. Best friends. There are there are a lot of leotards. They're like literally like uh-huh. eight or. <laughs> but yep. listen, and also like that—that that is those are the foundations, the basis of drag. Like when you first learn how to sew, you learn how to make a, a leotard, a bodysuit, and a gown. Like That's those it. are like the three things you know how yep. to make. You know, so Aki- kudos to them. Akira gets nice comments from Ross, who just loves the you know how how much it is. I and Miley it. tells her like you know some of us make entire careers on being too much. Right. Speaking from our own experience, and a some shout out to Rue. To Rue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, five wigs, please put 10 on. <laughs> and then Soju gets, you know, some harsh critiques because, as you said, her dress is Awful. problematic um, and doesn't tell a story, says Michelle. And so she te- so, so Soju tells us her own story that, A, she's 
been battling tendonitis and she's not moving well and she has the a cyst. cyst. The cyst. Girl. Ayo cyst. That was... <laughs> I mean... Uh-huh. Okay, first of all, why are you gonna... You, you, this is the 11th season of Drag Race. Yes. How you already know they do not want to hear excuses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not do not give cyst. excuses, girl. We don't I care about your cyst. Right. I mean, but I guess, I, I guess, you know, what, what is she doing? Like, what can I say? So she explains that she was, had a cyst and it popped in the plane here. She was been leaking. She's been, and, and that is the, girl, that the is the details. reason why your garment looks like that. Okay. All right. But I, we're, we're talking about it now. It was, a, it was, you know, it was a moment. I, get, I mean, but I hope the, she's doing fine. The leaking thing was just too, I was like, TMI. I'm like, is it leaking down your legs right now? Also, when she, when she got, the fabric she was bragging about how she doesn't have to cinch how she has to wear pads I'm like on the first challenge that should not be your concern you should want to show that, like not like great with this challenge I don't have to cinch I don't have to do anything Woo! like that's that's not cool to me Mercedes gets critiqued Carson says she looks like a slutty SeaWorld worker okay and basically Michelle says it's off the rack I think it looks like a cheaper drag queen costume and then Vangie we go to and they don't have much of a critique of her look at all Miley just loves her personality I'll yeah. say this you know I don't love Vangie's look but it it is a 10 times step up from her first attempt at an outfit on season 10. And then we get to Nina, who you can tell is shook. Um, orange alert. <laughs> um, and I, and like, Watching Nina's face is is kind of a joy. I know she's like she's like on the verge of tears. She's like giving no, but me she, very. She's so cartoonishly expressive, not like you know, she like got crinkles her nose up and her eyes are big, and she's just she's just like kind of cartoonish. Well, I'm like in I'm a like laughing at her crying. You're like no, Monet. She's expressive. That's what I'm talking about. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I feel for her. I love her, and she knows she's in trouble. So yeah. Then, yeah. Um, then we get to Kahana, who also is in trouble. Um, the judges say that you know, it doesn't make sense, and Michelle calls her out for the tights and the stones. Yeah, girl, that was that was uh, that was uh, ooh. The stoning did not Choice. go all the way up; it was just part like up yeah, to the thigh and then stopped. Did strange. you um, halfway stone those tights? <laughs> <laughs> I, and then her response is just like, "I was overwhelmed by the pressure of being like a drag daughter here, my famous drag mother, Coco." Excuses, excuses. It sounded very like I think I misunderstood the assignment. Mm-hmm. So finally, the the judges deliberate, and when they come back, we learn that plastique is safe. Yes. Trinity? I think she should have been top. I think she should have won the challenge. To me, I think she should have won the challenge. No, it's a clearly she's one to look out for. Well, good. <laughs> she's fierce. <laughs> Vangie is declared safe. And yeah. Brooklyn Heights is declared, spoiler alert, the winner. I, yeah. don't, I don't like hate that decision. I love Brooklyn. Uh, it's definitely between her and Plastique. Yeah, it's for the I top agree. spot. Yes, definitely. I agree. And she wins a seven night trip to Paris. I know. What? Girl, That's I'm great. I want to do that. Akira's safe. Nina West, close to bottom, but she's safe. She's safe, girl. She's safe. She's safe. She's safe. She That's is good. very pleased. She is. And then we get Soju, your knots were not landing. <laughs> I love that. Knots landing. Don't you love a knots landing shout out? <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. It's a t- old TV soap mm-hmm. opera. Um, Mercedes on the runway. You ran out of gas. <laughs> that is hilarious. And then, Kahana, you're a one-armed bandit. <laughs> but you didn't hit the jackpot. <laughs> so, bottom two ends up being Soju and Kahana. Soju and Kahana. So- Soju, for sure. And I- she is sweating. No, is I she? Mean, I didn't even know that she was sweating a lot. Yes, poor thing. She just uh, like, ugh. I, as much as I still think Evie was in the bottom, um, out of the girls that were in the bottom, I, and I love Nina, yep. but that... With should have been in the bottom more than Kahana's. I agree with that. It should have been Soju and Nina. Yeah. Okay. Kahana's is bad. I don't think Shots it was bottom too bad. I mean, yeah. Know. And Kahana's hot. 
All right. Right. All right. All right. So the lip sync song is Best of Both Worlds by Hannah Montana. Did you know this song? Of course. If you think I turned gay yesterday, I've been gay for a very long time. I grew up on Miley and, and, I'm, and I'm Hannah Montana. No, I, I don't know who this. What? Who's she? It's Hannah Montana. It's from the show. It's a Disney show. You know. I know I, who that is. Okay. I just don't. I've never heard of song. If you're only listening, I'm doing the full choreo for the entire video as we speak. And the song is about living double a double life, mm-hmm. which you know kind of is suitable for a drag right. queen. Unless I'm Absolutely. wrong, please tell me. <laughs> so, the, so what did you think of that performances? Kahanis. Killed it. Yeah, Kahana did a great job. The little backflip moment. Soju looks a little lost on the lip sync. It's a little but awkward. I do feel like Soju is giving giving good, like, you know, she's acting. She's kind of, you, you, you want to like her. Mm-hmm. She's trying to, like, be like charming Soju. and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She's doing it. yeah, she's doing her best. Yeah. She's doing her best. She's doing her best. It's just not good enough. I think Miley won the lip sync because she was <laughs> singing the whole damn song. And it's so funny because the movie has a line about, like, oh, we're going to do the song, Best of Both Worlds by Hannah Montana. Whatever happened to her? And Miley says, a lot of drugs. <laughs> I love that they're doing a Hannah Montana song and Miley is here for it 112% because she's mm-hmm. like embracing all of her Hannah Montana-ness. Well, you, yeah. you got to embrace yeah. your, your where you come from. Yeah, because it's always a bummer when celebrities like, oh, I don't do that song anymore. It's like, no, girl. Or like, don't talk about the sitcom I was on when I was a kid. It's like, really? Yeah, yeah. Like, so they come back and it turns out Soju sashay away and rightfully so this garment was too much Kahana turned the lipstick out and I mean better luck next time boom all yeah. stars always all stars I, I agree and you know maybe she can go uh, attend to that cyst well, <laughs> Lord, I hope so and like I mean she was she was tripping over the dress and stuff I I, I, yeah. I see it I see it assisted she I was s- obvious right she needs an assistant <laughs> she um, needs an assistant elimination speaking of elimination you were never eliminated on the show were you when? You were eliminated in the finale of your season. Uh, yes. Yes. So what happens? I'm sorry. This is all yours, hon. Monet, <laughs> what happens when a queen is eliminated? You walk backstage oh, and... a girl. Okay, you walk backstage and you have all of these horrible thoughts in your head like you were the worst record in the world. What the hell? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Then production walks you into a holding room and you are stuck in a holding room until the girls finish the dragon and going home, which we know can take oh. upwards of like two and a half, three hours. Oh my. And you have to just sit in a room until they're done and then they let you back in, into the workroom to, to pack up your shit. And like, I remember actually Vandy told me, she's like, because um, you, you walk backstage and then everyone's like, everybody, you know, can I get an amen? Woo! Now let the music play and everybody's dancing and you're like, crying <laughs> it is the so- worst oh. it's the worst especially for, for mine because when I did my lip sync with with, uh, with Cameron yeah. I like broke my heel when I hit the light oh. bulb so I'm literally limping at it, but on camera trying to act like I'm cool but I'm really I'm limping I'm hurt I'm bruised it was the worst oh so that's what it feels like yes mm-hmm. oh okay. we've got vindication now dear I know. <laughs> oh, girl, this is a bit kind of a big deal. This is like you're you're fresh from your season. You come back and you and win. win, girl. Yes. Oh, what's that song? The winner takes it all. Dun dun dun. When, winner doesn't take it all. Winner takes <laughs> half. <laughs> Very bad. But you each get a hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Crazy. That's budget. fine with me. That's fine with me. Each one come through with this mother tucking budget, honey. But you each get a hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Crazy. That's budget. fine with me. That's fine with me. Each one come through with this mother tucking budget, honey. Where can our kids see you next? Um, I'm touring my one-woman show around um, America and the and the world. I'm doing. A, I'm going to be in Australia. I'm going a whole um, Asian tour of my one-woman show, and I oh. have my EP um, unapologetically out. So you can listen to me, and you can fall asleep to the lush, luscious, docile tones of Monet Exchange unapologetically. Unapologetically. 
And Call Me By Monet is the show. Call Me By Monet. Okay. Coming to a country near you, honey. I was, I was so excited to go to Manila and Singapore. Because, you know, Asian people love big black people. So it's going to be real fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Grom everywhere, too. Go to TrinityTheTuck.com. Uh, my schedule is there. I have uh, two international tours coming up. A ton of new merch on there. Uh, my album, Plastic, has already dropped. Um, go check it out. Go to my YouTube channel and watch my videos. Bitch, they're fun. And... And, uh, yeah, everywhere, all the time. Glorious! Well, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad for season 11. I feel honored to have you on my podcast. So I just want to say thank you all for listening to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. We'll be live every Thursday, immediately after each episode airs. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. Officially. Officially. Oh, I'm not holding back. Oh, at all. Oh, at all. That's my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see how this turns out. Me too. <laughs> Thanks, kitty cat. Thank you. Thanks. Kitty cat, cat, cow. And we're not done, dear listeners. We've got a couple more goodies for you, including a chat with this week's Eliminated Queen. We tracked her down in a car somewhere in Brooklyn to find out how she's feeling. But first, our very first insider interview of the season with drag race judge Carson Kressley about what really goes on behind the judges panel and what's for breakfast on the set. Um, hello, is the caller there? We're talking to Emmy-winning Carson Kressley, a gay TV pioneer since the original Queer Eye, also starring in Get a Room on Bravo, American Style on CNN, and a show called RuPaul's Drag Race. Is that I all? know. Thank you for that. Uh, pioneer. It sounds like I just rolled up in my Conestoga wagon, but I'll take it. <laughs> you know there's that cooking show called Pioneer Woman? I know, with Brie. Yeah, yeah, I love her. I want to be her, but I just don't want to live in the pioneer place. I agree. Okay, so I just want to dive right into this first episode, season 11 premiere. Holy crap. How was Miley Cyrus? What was she like? Okay, here's the deal. Here's the insider scoop, listeners. When the judges get to the set, we don't know who's going to be there as, like, the special guest judge. I don't think Ross and I really know. And um, it's always so exciting that first day of a new season because we've become trained like Pavlov's dogs to expect somebody <laughs> mind-boggling ever since Lady Gaga showed up. Right. So, um, you know, you gleefully arrive. It's like Christmas morning, and you walk upstairs to the dressing rooms, and there's a sign on the door, and it says Miley Cyrus, which yeah. is pretty major. I've been a Miley Cyrus fan since um, Hannah Montana. I mean, we're basically the same age, so we came up together in Hollywood. And I love that she's Dolly Parton's goddaughter, and I love their duet of Jolene. Like, this is way before the Grammys had yes. happened. So I am thrilled. Right. So um, she was just an utter delight. You get to chit-chat with her in between takes. Um, she's a Drag Race super fan. I caught a glimpse of her at the finale. She came to the season seven finale, the Orpheum downtown, and then she got on stage and was taking photos with everybody. Yes. Did you get to, like meet her in the dressing room beforehand or anything or is it just right on stage no i i am an aggressive um co-dressing room floor sharer so i knocked on the door and stuck my head in and just you know pretended like i had something important to say and she was lovely you know everyone has such goodwill about drag race they're excited to be there it's a fun day it's a jolly atmosphere it's jovial so <laughs> i made sure i met her right away so i want to do a little quick like walkthrough of your day on set when you're driving to the set in the morning you excited or, or, or being driven i don't know you make me sound like jessica tandy 
Um, no, I drive and, you know, we shoot a little bit outside of Los Angeles. I can't tell you where because we can't have mobs of fans mobbing the studio, but um, it's a bit of a drive and it's really fun and you get excited on the way. We usually get there like around noon and there's the leftovers of breakfast, which I always kind of, I'm like a vulture. I'm like, is there maple bacon? Um, popping my head in to see Michelle, who's been there for hours already, getting right. the many layers of hair and makeup applied. And then Ross usually pops in and we just lollygag for about an hour. Usually we'll pop in and kind of say, oh, just update you a little bit if you were here last week or not. And like what's right. the, what the theme of the day is and stuff. No, we have a little producer meeting with you guys. The other exciting part is that we get to either hear what the challenge is or we get to watch videotape of the challenge that maybe happened yet the day before. Right. We get in our headspace of learning how to um, adjudicate fairly so we, we know what we're doing on the panel. <laughs> and then, like, obviously, then you get dressed. I know you head down to stage and then RuPaul walks on stage to greet you. That's usually the first time you see Ru each episode, isn't it? Yes, yes, which I like because we get to have a real reveal ourselves. And when Rue comes out to introduce the runway portion of the show, that's the first time we get to see her in all of her glamorous Zaldi creations and <laughs> gorgeous hair and makeup. So we're, you know, usually gobsmacked. And that's why that intro part of the show is so authentic, because we're just seeing her for the first time. And dun, dun, dun. Then, uh, you know, Rue will explain, like, the challenges or whatever and, like, what the theme is. And then the queens start parading down the runway. And I want to I want to settle something because did people ever ask you like, "Oh, all the witty comments you make when people are walk, watching, are those done later?" And I always say like, "No, that's like that's you guys responding to what you see on the stage in the moment." Am I right? Right. People will say, "Oh, do you have writers for that?" And I'm like, "No, we just have funny people." And Rue is funny and Michelle is very funny and Ross is funny and I'm okay. And um, we just kind of get to see that in the moment. What I do tell people is we're all throwing out funny comments as they're walking the runway. Right. Some of them are awful. Those get edited out. But, you know, that's the name of the game when you're filming a TV show is like you open your mouth and you let them edit later. Right. And sometimes but they're awful and they stay in there and they're wonderful, awful. <laughs> yeah, unless they're wonderful, awful. That sounds so Pennsylvania German. Wonderful, awful. That's going to be the title of my lifetime movie. Right. And do you wear long underwear? Because it's typically freezing in the studio. Yes, it is very, very cold in there. It keeps the uh, queens from decaying <laughs> and it keeps us fresh and bright. I am smart because I usually wear like a suit, like I have pants yeah. on, but I feel bad for like Michelle and Rue because sometimes they're in like a little skirt, but um, I will tell you a little secret. Sometimes <gasps> there are some blankets under the dace keeping their extremities warm. We'll be selling those on eBay soon. Like these actually touch Michelle Visage's calves. Also, I, lo I love watching you when we cut to you during the lip syncs because you are the you are the queen of the open mouth, like "Oh my god" response. Yeah, I think that's called being a gog. Yeah, like, I think that the definition of a gog is when your jaw is dropping, and I can't help myself because um, it's those surprises that um, you know I can't keep it inside. You got to sit next to Courtney Love. How was Miss Love? One makes um, some assumptions about Courtney Love before one meets her and you think, oh, this could be very interesting. She was an absolute delight. She was so uh, articulate, kind, sweet, seemingly unmedicated. I just thought she was fantastic. Yes. And then you also you, you also basically spent the day there with Gaga when she was there because she came and she just like dove in and yes. like, the whole thing. Yeah, that is the great thing about being on the judges panel. You know, on the show, it's only, I don't know, 10 minutes or whatever. But when we're filming it, there's a lot of starting and stopping and the queens have to walk and get ready and change outfits. 
So we do have a lot of time with the guest judges. So yeah. when, you know, it doesn't matter, like Lady Gaga was unbelievable and she was there for like the whole day and she was so engaged with all of us. She couldn't have been lovelier. And then I also love when I get to meet like icons, like people that I grew up watching, like Olivia Newton-John, I got to spend the whole day. And I was like, by the end of the day, I was like, oh yeah, Liv, that's great. We've got to get together sometime in Australia. <laughs> and she's like, uh... I need a restraining order. Um, <laughs> I loved talking design with Ellen Pompeo because she's a real design ophile. Um, you get to spend a lot of time and you really get to know the guest judges. So it's that's a bonus for us. Correct me if I'm wrong. Your first day on set was the day that Violet Chachki walked down and did her flip it, reverse it plaid moment. Yes, that was my very first day on the RuPaul's Drag Race set. We had a special like runway moment, like it was different. It was like it was all white. Yeah, we that was a mini of- challenge. That was the mini challenge for that episode. Because then later they came oh, back yeah. naked. They were new delusion. That was really, I didn't know that would be such an iconic moment, but Violet had that great reversible, like black sequin to Scottish tartan, kind of like butterfly kimono, <laughs> snuggy hybrid thing. <laughs> all of our minds were blown. Yes. And that's what, and that's what you're supposed to do. Episode one, come out and wow the pants off people. I think that's called slaying. Okay. Now say you're invited to the Met Ball. You have to take a, a drag race queen. Who would, who would you want as your Met Ball date? Oh, gosh, I've been to the Met Ball. It's so boring. Usually I mean, you <laughs> want somebody with a personality. I think I would take Alyssa Edwards. I think she'd be highly entertaining. And I think that the people that are there would be highly entertained. Like I'd like to see her and Anna Wintour together like, <laughs> at the bar. Yes. Oh my God. You are a world champion equestrian. What's the similarity as to how horses perform and drag queens perform it's really about showbiz and it's about charisma and if you're showing a horse and you're competing horses are horses are horses unless they have that special charisma then they have a lot of presence and they're turned out beautifully and they have a personality and they can turn it on when it's time to turn it on and i think that's the same thing as a drag queen and oftentimes they both have penises <laughs> and, and 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 long legs coiffed hair Yes. My small- horses wear weaves and extensions and they have their nails done and sometimes they wear sparkly outfits. So it's really, it's almost the same thing. We should do a best Judy, like look like your horse challenge. I want, I want the Queens coming down the runway with a small man riding on their back. Perfect. Done. <laughs> Sign me up. Okay. Gorgeous. Thank you so much, Carson. Where can we see you next? Well, you can always watch me on Drag Race. Watch us on Thursdays on VH1. And you can also see me on Bravo. Get a room every Wednesday at 10 after Real Housewives of New York. So Wednesdays and Thursdays, you're booked. Oh my God. And I love you on Get a Room. You and Tom are so delightful. Thank you so much. What about talented? Are we talented? You're also talented and charismatic and uniqueness and nervy. Very nervy. Thanks, hon. See you soon. Bye. 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 Okay, folks, that leads us officially to our last segment, Kitty Girl Ketchup, which is not a condiment yet. Although, wait, wait for it, Dracon. It's a check-in with our first eliminated queen of the season. Sadly, it was our own K-pop-loving Chicago gal, the delightful Korean aperitif, Soju. Soju's attempt at a traditional Korean look had the judges tied up in knots, and not in a good way. But we still love Soju, so we're phone-stalking here for a quick check-in for this week's Kitty Girl Catch-Up. Here we go. Ring, ring, ring. Hello, hello? Hello. Hi, Soju? 
Yes, hi. Oh my gosh, hi, hi, honey. Where are you right now? What's happening? I am in New York City, um, in the Uber. <laughs> oh my Wait, God. Who is this? <laughs> what, are you, what are you wearing? I am wearing ripped up jeans, and I forgot my winter jacket, so I'm wearing a hoodie. <laughs> well, you're from Chicago, bitch. No, but I moved to L.A., so I left all my jacket in Chicago. Like, I'm, like, literally freezing my ass off here. Oh. Well, first I have to ask, forgive me, how's your taint, cyst? <laughs> is, your, is your cyst there? Can you put it on the line? Can I speak to the cyst? Um, the cyst is gone. It's missing. <laughs> um, it popped. It, it, it was drained. It went away. I ah. hope it never comes back. I never want to see another bubble on my body ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. But she, she's famous. I, I, I expect some, like, a whole, like, drag con cyst booth or something. I'm, I was thinking about getting a stress ball with, like, some, like, kind of something oozing out of the ball. <laughs> ah. Oh, my God. You, should, you, could, you could sell, like, weird little, like, danishes that have stuff oozing out of them and call them like your specialty and just sell it at starbucks so anyways <laughs> so what's happening next where can we see you in the world well i have my k-pop party that like i'm touring you know america with like i have um parties in la san francisco now in new york city spreading k-pop is one of my biggest you know goals and i'm doing that now obviously my shot with soju my um talk show on youtube you know season three is starting now with a premiere episode um, coming up with a very, very special guest. Um, and you'll see some of the season 11 sisters there. A lot of things coming up I'm really excited about. Now, I know you're a Taekwondo master. So who in the season 11 cast would you want to chop? Well, Kahana Montree. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I love I love all my sisters. You know, I mean, like... Okay, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I hear you. But who, yeah. who, does, who, who still deserves a nice chop? Maybe Silky, because she literally will not shut up sometimes. But she, you know, maybe maybe a chop will help her sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> now, your first drink ever was soju. So what's the last thing you drank? It's always going to be soju. Like for breakfast? Breakfast, breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's always going to be soju, girl. Like I can drink soju with anything, anytime for any event. That's what you, you need your own brand, honey. Yeah, it's really helping my, um, you know, alcoholism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have an alcohol problem. No, but like, soju is just so light. It's not really, it's not really strong. Basically like wine. You can have wine anytime. Okay, okay. I want more. I want more of you. I'm sorry you, you, you had to leave so soon, but I'm glad we're all aboard the Soju Express now. And do you have your nunchucks with you now? Not right now. It's in the bag. <laughs> Wait, can, can you travel with those? Is that allowed on a plane? You're only allowed to travel with it if you are certified martial artists that, you know, they can use it. So since I am a fifth degree black belt, I guess I can travel with it. Oh my God. I, I, I want you to travel with me in case something like weird goes down. You can just chop people. Oh yeah, obviously. I mean, <laughs> I might look, you know, like all cute and stuff like that. But, you know, when it comes down to throw down, I throw down. Death by Soju. I love it. All right. Thanks, honey. And you have a WOW Presents series coming soon, don't you? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> WOW Presents series. Um, It's going to be exciting. I don't really want to give out too much information stay tuned it's gonna be nothing like you've seen before i believe i believe are you like going to an airport now or something no i am going down to um brooklyn um uh, before i go down to the airport yeah what are you going what are you going to do i'm going to a trade's house because i have some time left so you know she gotta get her trade in it's really important that you know you have a healthy sex life okay. in your journey <laughs> i agree and honey use, use your use your newfound celebrity milk it literally <laughs> I mean, she didn't have problems before, but now it's just, like, over the top. <laughs> Please get it. Take care. We love you. Thank you so much. See, squirrel friends, when Drag Race gives you lemons, get lemon laid. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a soju chaser?
Okay, kittens, that's it for our very first episode of the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Big thank yous to Monet Exchange, Trinity the Tuck, Carson Cressley, and the intoxicating Soju for joining us today. And please watch my Extra Lap recaps of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11 on YouTube every week. Watch new episodes of Drag Race on VH1 every Thursday. And please go out and see your local queens, see Drag Race queens, support these amazing, talented, hardworking women's zzzzz. And please subscribe and leave us a podcast review and comments. We want to hear from you. Having said that, I'm John Polly. Thank you. Officially. Officially. Sing us out, Jinx. Don't let the weight of the world your Just tea.